section thirty six of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter three the other half rome continued all was determined and performed at once and on a certain april evening late to the month this girl of sixteen bride and wife three years and over she who hitherto had never taken twenty steps in rome beyond the church pinned to her mother's gown nor in arezzo knew her way through street except what led to the archbishop's door such an one rose up in the dark laid hand on what came first clothes and a trinket or two belongings of her own in the old day stole from the side of the sleeping spouse who knows sleeping perhaps silent for certain slid ghost-like from great dark room to great dark room in through the tapestries and out again and onward unembarrassed as a fate descended staircase gained last door of all sent it wide open at first push of palm and there stood first time last and only time at liberty alone in the open street unquestioned unmolested found herself at the city gate by caponsacchi's side hope there joy there life and all good again the carriage there the convoy there light there broadening into a full blaze at rome and breaking small what long miles lay between up she sprang in he followed they were safe the husband quotes this for incredible all of the story from first word to last sees the priest's hand throughout upholding hers traces his foot to the alcove that night whither and whence blindfold he knew the way proficient in all craft and stealthiness and cites for proof a servant eye that watched and ear that opened to purse secrets up a woman's spy suborned to give and take letters and tokens do the work of shame the more adroitly that herself who helped communion thus between a tainted pair had long since been a leper thick in spot a common trull of the town she witnessed all helped many meetings partings took her wage and then told guido the whole matter lies the woman's life confutes her word her word confutes itself thus thus and thus i lied and thus no question still you lie we say ay but at last e'en have it how you will whatever the means whatever the way explodes the consummation the accusers shriek here is the wife avowedly found in flight and the companion of her flight a priest she flies her husband he the church his spouse what is this wife and priest alike reply this is the simple thing it claims to be 
a course we took for life and honour's sake very strange very justifiable she says god put it in my head to fly as when the martin migrates autumn claps her hands cries winter's coming will be here off with you ere the white teeth overtake flee so i fled this friend was the warm day the south wind and whatever favours flight i took the favour had the help how else and so we did fly rapidly all night all day all night a longer night again and then another day longest of days and all the while whether we fled or stopped i scarce know how or why one thought filled both fly and arrive so long as i found strength i talked with my companion told him much knowing that he knew more knew me knew god and god's disposal of me but the sense of the blessed flight absorbed me in the main and speech became mere talking through a sleep till at the end of that last long night in a red daybreak when we reached an inn and my companion whispered next stage rome sudden the weak flesh fell like piled-up cards all the frail fabric at a finger's touch and prostrate the poor soul too and i said but though count guido were a furlong off just on me i must stop and rest a while then something like a white wave of the sea broke o'er my brain and buried me in sleep blessedly till it ebbed and left me loose and where was i found but on a strange bed in a strange room like hell roaring with noise ruddy with flame and filled with men in front whom but the man you call my husband i count guido once more between heaven and me for there my heaven stood my salvation yes that caponsacchi all my heaven of help helpless himself held prisoner in the hands of men who looked up in my husband's face to take the fate thence he should signify just as the way was at arezzo then not for my sake but his who had helped me i sprang up reached him with one bound and seized the sword of the felon trembling at his side fit creature of a coward unsheathed the thing and would have pinned him through the poison bag to the wall and left him there to palpitate as you serve scorpions but men interposed disarmed me gave his life to him again that he might take mine and the other lives and he has done so i submit myself the priest says oh and in the main result the facts asseverate he truly says as to the very act and deed of him however you mistrust the mind of the man the flight was just for flight's sake no pretext for aught except to set pompilia free he says i cite the husband's self's worst charge in proof of my best word for both of us be it conceded that so many times we took our pleasure in his palace then what need to fly at all or flying no less what need to outrage the lips sick and white of a woman and bring ruin down beside by halting 
when rome lay one stage beyond so does he vindicate pompilia's fame confirm her story in all points but one this that so fleeing and so breathing forth her last strength in the prayer to halt awhile she makes confusion of the reddening white which was the sunset when her strength gave way and the next sunrise and its whitening red which she revived in when her husband came she mixes both times morn and eve in one having lived through a blank of night twixt each though dead asleep unaware as a corpse she on the bed above her friend below watched in the doorway of the inn the while stood at the red of the morn that she mistakes in act to rouse and quicken the tardy crew and hurry out the horses have the stage over the last league reach rome and be safe when up came guido End of section 36